Hey guys, welcome back to Hack Your Life with Celine. This is your host, Celine, and today we're going to talk about how to speak like a winner. The contents we're going to cover in this episode are useful in personal relationships, at work, in social environments, and even when meeting new people. This episode is not about how to speak like a winner in arguments. That's something we will definitely cover in another podcast. Arguably, some of these tips can definitely be used in an argument, but the focus here is how to speak like a winner in daily conversations. So let's dive in. First of all, what does it mean to win when speaking? We're defining winning with the following outcomes after speaking with another individual. So the first outcome, if you win, would be being heard and understood by others. Two, evoking, um, maintaining, or increasing existing levels of respect or appreciation from the other person. Three, adding value to the relationship or to the encounter or to others. And four, improving the level of trust others have towards you, ultimately deepening relationships with the human beings that you encounter. So a lot of these results are a bit selfish. They sound like it, don't they? And they partially are, but in this case, when we approach conversations and speak like a winner, we're actually benefiting everybody. So I'm going to break this down in a really simple way. I'm going to offer three major tips on how to speak like a winner and three minor tips. So the first major, okay, is very obvious and very commonly heard, but not many of us do it, which is you must be a good listener. So to speak like a winner, you must be a good listener. Listening is key. If you are not truly listening to what people say, then how can your words when you're speaking add any value? Uh, When people speak They're essentially handing over the keys to open the right doors to their mind. So audit yourself. Next time you're in a conversation with someone, be aware of this and see and watch yourself. How much are you paying attention to them versus trying to get your own point across and setting up your next sentence that you want to say based on keywords that you're hearing from what they're saying? If we consider communication a game of chess, just for the sake of offering an example, and the end result, us winning, would you ever make a move on the chessboard without looking at where your opponent has placed their chess piece? So how could you make your next move in a game of chess without observing what the opponent what move the opponent has made on the chessboard. Many of us communicate this way. We actually ignore so many signs that people give us and we maneuver the direction of a conversation somewhat, not blindly, but without an intention and without really paying attention to what's going on with the other person in front of us. The impact of doing this 
is that you won't always win, aka you won't get the results we stated earlier, which is being heard and being understood, evoking, maintaining, or increasing levels of respect or appreciation, adding value to the relationship, and improving the level of trust others have towards you, ultimately deepening relationships with the human beings you encounter. So I don't want this example to be taken um, as communication being a game. So the chess example, you know, I don't want that to subconsciously make you think, oh, communication, when I speak, I have to play a game. No, rather, it's to be mindful that speaking like a winner means you need to apply strategy and take your quote unquote opponent, aka who you're speaking with, into consideration so that you can ultimately have the results you want in that conversation. It's only a strategy until talking like a winner becomes your new way of showing up in conversations. Another thing I wanted to point it out with being a good listener is, do you audit your interrupting patterns? You might be thinking, you know, Celine, like I never interrupt, I'm so considerate. Well, I'm going to invite you to spend the next week in your conversations paying specific attention to see if your belief of how often you interrupt is actually accurate. The results may surprise you, especially when it comes to our closest relationships. So major tip number two, always tell the truth, but only do it with kindness. People respect others who aren't scared to share their opinion. Uh, For a second, I want you to think of someone that you have respect for. On a scale of 1 to 10, 10 being they're fully self-expressed, they share what's on their mind, they're not scared to tell the truth, where do they rank? I would bet you that someone that you have deep respect for isn't scared to fully express themselves. However, They do it with kindness. So many of us are scared to speak up or to state the truth about what we're thinking or what we're feeling because we're worried people won't like us anymore. We're worried it'll, you know, trip up their, the likability of us. So if you're an asshole doing it and stating the truth, yeah, you might be right. It might create um, you know, distance between you and another person or make them feel a sense of dislike towards you. But there is nothing you can't say when you apply respect and acknowledgement for another person. So what I mean by this is there is something to say about a person who when speaking can speak the truth can state what's on their mind, but does it with kindness. And I want you to know that whatever it is that you feel you want to say sometimes, but you're just, you don't want to piss off the other person or risk not being liked, know that there is nothing you can't say that would really affect someone if you apply acknowledgement and kindness as a padding with the communication that you're giving. So tip number three and this is another major, is consider your words like their currency. So the less you say, the less words you speak, aka the less you spend money, the more value your words have. 
when you talk too much, when you fill in quiet gaps, you know, when you're just filling in words for the sake of it, people retain less. But when you speak with a limited amount of words, others can be more curious about what you have to say. So let's imagine that every individual has a listening gas tank, which represents true quality listening time, okay? Some people obviously have a smaller tank than others. So be mindful when you're speaking. How much of their listening gas tank are you consuming right now before you speak? So before you say a sentence, ask yourself, is this worth me using up their listening gas tank? And I don't want this this concept to paralyze you when speaking and basically you just stop speaking altogether. Um, But what I'm trying to say is before you speak, ask yourself, does what I have to say like really matter right now? Does it help anybody? Does it make them happy? Is it inspiring? Does it help push the conversation to an interesting place? So that's a very important thing to consider before we speak. Sometimes we're just talking and talking and responding and there's something to say about somebody who is mindful about what they say and you know when it's almost like the people who say less when they do speak up we're more curious we're listening more generously because we really want to know what they have to say so to summarize the three key majors are first be a good listener you can't win in conversations without taking in half of the conversation which is the other person number two Always tell the truth, but do it with kindness. Don't be scared to be unliked. You can say anything and people will respect you for it. Just make sure you pat it with kindness, with respect, and with acknowledgement. And three, consider your words like currency. And the less you say, the more the value that your words will have. Now I'm going to give you three minor tips. I don't know what just happened with my voice there. Three minor tips. So during conversations, this is minor tip number one, check in with people. Check the temperature of, you know, what they're thinking or feeling. Ask if they agree or if they have any um, thoughts or if they've experienced something like that. Really make the conversation about other people when you're speaking. Ask follow-up questions. Don't just jump right away to say, oh, me too, you know. Ask another follow-up question before continuing. People will feel like you really value what they have to say and they'll feel just this subconscious likeness by you. What I mean by that is they'll feel like you care and that you like them. And we like people who like us. We love being around people who make us feel good about ourselves. So when we check in with people when we're speaking, it helps us win because we but essentially build rapport with them and we show them that they're important to us and it furthers relationships even with strangers. Minor tip number two, check in with your body language. I know this is a common communication thing, but it's really important when you're speaking, while you're speaking, check in. Are you overly embellishing your hand gestures and are you forgetting to smile are you invading personal space is your body language distant and and you're not realizing it so just be mindful 
when you're speaking with others and check in with yourself occasionally during conversations with this. It's key. And minor tip number three, which is something that really changed my speaking personally, is be wary of unintentional exaggerations. So words like always, never, must, can't, very, you know, anything that is an extreme word, it's not something you should have in your vocabulary. Here's why. To get a point across, sometimes we unintentionally speak with micro hyperbole. This impacts our credibility without us even realizing it. And you can honestly impact someone's respect or trust towards your words if what you're saying is an unintended embellishment. Um, Quick side story, when I was working in corporate, uh, this was five years ago, I was in a meeting with my manager and we were doing a run through of, you know, um, the projects that we were working on. And I made a passionate statement to drill a point home. You know, I said, you know, it has to be done this way. It won't work otherwise. Something like this. And he just looked at me with a smile and he said, must. And everything I needed to learn, the lesson about this was in that one reflection of my word. And I said, oh my gosh. And I I looked at my life and I applied this thinking everywhere. And I realized that because I'm a passionate person and because sometimes I do want to nail a point home, I might have been using unintended exaggerations or extreme words to try and persuade my audience. So ever since then, I became super mindful of it. And I recognized that Now I use a lot more words like may, it's possible, and that really opens up um, leniency in the communication so that you're not essentially uh, making a statement that might not turn out true. So I want you to know that you can have an impact on people's perceptions. So let's say there's something you really want to be persuasive about. So there's a way to do this without using these words like always, never, must, very, can't. And so there's there's a way to do this. The approach that you can take is being mindful of your tone and pace. So if you want to excite somebody and give them a sense of urgency, you would want to use um, a slightly faster speed a more passionate way of speaking and articulating your words and it changes everything or if you want to calm someone down you can really slow down your pace and articulate words in a very calm way so we don't need to rely on you know specific words like never and can't to really nail a point home. I promise that when you really manage your your tone, your pace, and even your energy, so relying on your visual cues here with uh, body language and whatnot, it really can help impact someone's perception of what you're saying without ever impacting your credibility by making statements that just don't necessarily um, 
always come true. So to sum up the three minors, we need to check in with people and ask follow-up questions with them. Two, we need to check in with our body language. And three, we need to be weary of unintentional exaggerations. All of these minor and major keys will help you access how to speak like a winner and how to get the results of being respected, being trusted, um, being heard and understood by others. So if you feel like a conversation necessarily isn't going a great way, check in with these six tips and see, you know, what am I not doing enough of right now? Am I not making it enough about the other person? Am I not being mindful of my body language? Am I using hyperbole? Am I, you know, being too much in this conversation to nail my point home? What's going on with the other person? I have so many different tips on communication that it's tough to sometimes, you know, do these podcasts and create an episode that um, encompasses a lot of different things. But I will continue to release episodes surrounding communication because it's such an important topic. And I want you to just try these six things and see if, you know, you're potentially not doing these things. If you are and you already are mindful of all of these six things, great. Find a way to deepen that. Don't stop at what you're already doing. There's always a way to improve communication and there's always a way to improve the way that we speak. So try and take them on in a more extreme way, in a more intentional way, and really see if that shifts results that you're getting when you speak. Thank you so much for tuning in. Till next time.